name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Salve, Sister Christou. Brothers and sisters in Christ, again, a welcome to those of you who may be experiencing the Byzantine Catholic Church and liturgy for the first time. It's always kind of funny for me because when I encounter people, they, I say I'm a Byzantine Catholic priest, they don't know what that is, but they seem to know that we have long services. Don't worry. This liturgy will be completed in plenty of time for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> it's okay. We're halfway through it. But it is an honor, a singular honor, for this parish to host this event, this day. Because Bishop Fulton Sheen is someone who is dear to the Byzantine Church, as well as the Latin Rite Church. So he is a great symbol of unity. He's also someone who was prophetic for his time. That's usually what marks a very holy person or saint. In fact, he was so prophetic that if you read his writings, you hear his talks. You see him on videos. You would think you were listening to someone commenting on today's events. You almost expect names to be named. He was that relevant, that prophetic in what he taught, what he saw. He was someone who's an example of what St. Paul talked about in the epistle today. He says this, said, we have different gifts according to the favor bestowed on us. In other words, God's giftedness to us. One may be a prophet, then be a good prophet. One may be a, have a gift of ministry, it should be for service. And he goes on about different gifts. What makes a person holy, and Sheen was an example, such an example, is that their gifts are magnified. They're like maxed out while they're on earth. Because what is to be holy, and actually fully human, is to be the best of ourselves. In other words, to max out ourselves, who we are as unique people. And that particularly means our gifts. Sheen had many gifts. And he lived and developed them to the max. This is why he is holy, why he should be a saint. Now, looking around here, I see that everybody is younger than me. Because of my age, I grew up with Bishop Sheen. I grew up watching him. We did as a family. It's what you did back then, the black and white TV. Only had three channels, rabbit ears. I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but... And every Sunday evening, we gather around as a family, and most of America did. In fact, as you probably know, Bishop Sheen had the highest-rated television show on TV. He even had higher ratings than a competing comedian. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a bishop today 
being the number one thing on social media or TV. Can you imagine that? So we would watch him, and part of his gift was that as brilliant as he was, he could communicate messages that I could even understand as a child. See, I grew up during the Cold War. I remember the Cuban Missile Crisis very well. And what Sheen would do is he had the gift to completely dismantle, completely take apart, like a surgeon, the fallacy of the ideologies of the time that were against God. Such things as utilitarianism, modernism, secularism, but in particular, communism. Now, when I speak about communism, I understand. Those younger than me think I'm just an old fuddy-duddy talking about some old thing that happened in Russia it doesn't mean anything. Because you've been younger than me, you don't have a lived experience of it and of what Sheen was talking about. What happened was when Sheen spoke about this and warned the world about it, took it apart so people could see why it was wrong, what happened after him? Nothing. No one followed him up. Now, I grew up knowing what he said. I understand fully. And I could see it, as I even do now, what he was talking about. And the danger of it. I knew the pre-Vatican II church. I knew the so-called good old days. I knew Sheen. But I watched as this cloud came over modern Western culture, particularly America. It was a cloud that Sheen was warning us against. And I saw the cloud and I saw it descend and begin to devastate. And now I'm still alive to see the nuclear fallout of that cloud. But here is what is most concerning and why we need Sheen to be canonized. After Sheen's warnings, and even to today, there has been no other person to present and dismantle for the world the fallacy of these ideologies. So now they have taken hold and they are being assumed as normal and virtuous, especially by young people. We can't tell the difference anymore between the lies and what is truth. Because Sheen is gone and no one took his place. And so all of the maladies we have today, from 
the breakdown of family, manhood especially, fatherhood, marriage. BLM, Antifa, the LGBTQ, etc., etc., ideology. Notice I said ideology. I did not say persons, did I? I'll say it again. LGBTQ, etc., etc., ideology. I did not say persons, did I? Modernism, liberalism. Feminism, all the isms have taken hold and Western civilization has died. Western civilization has died. The problem is we're so distracted by our pleasuring phones, Internet, we don't see it. We don't believe it. But it has died. And what has taken over has been the ideology that she warned us against, which is primarily an anti-Catholic, anti-incarnational, anti-God, anti-sacramental, anti-Eucharistic worldview. In other words, the way life was meant by God to be understood and to be lived. What has taken over is ideologies that go against that and present themselves as now normal, and they do so by bullying. Because that's how ideologies work, because ideologies are not real. So in order for them to take hold, they have to use intimidation and manipulation and we are all victims of manipulation and intimidation aren't we we're afraid of everything you're afraid to say this you're afraid to believe that because of intimidation Western civilization has collapsed we may not feel it totally yet, but that's the danger. As we're so distracted, when it hits completely, we will be in abject panic. We need the voice of someone to again explain what is right of God and what is not of God. We need someone to do it as Sheen did it. We don't have anybody. Those that should be have been taken in by these ideologies, especially in the church. Especially in the church. And so, we need Sheen back. We need his intercession. Why do you think this process has been interrupted? Why do you hope to get it back on track right here? Because the devil knows that Sheen had his number. 
And he doesn't want us turning to him. And so for no good reason, and shame on the church, for no good reason, his process has been interrupted. And we're here today to get it back on track. Because the world needs what Sheen was about. Because most of the world has drank the Kool-Aid, has assumed as normal and virtuous the very thing he committed his priesthood to speaking against. Bishop Sheen, because he had this special ability to understand the evil communism, also had a special sense for those under that rule. That was this church. So, in order to align himself more closely with those who were persecuted by this evil ideology, which we've accepted as normal, he became by ritual. You'll see the picture of him out there in complete Byzantine vestments. In fact, our church, this church, came from Eastern Europe. Originally, we celebrate liturgy in the mother tongue, which is Church Slavonic, was the ancient liturgical tongue of our church. But it is our custom in Eastern churches to celebrate services in the vernacular. So we switched to English. And the very first official liturgy for this church, which came from Eastern Europe, the very first official liturgy in English was celebrated by Bishop Fulton J. Sheen at Mount St. Macrina in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and there were over 100,000 people present. We have here his mitre that he wore. We also have a picture here, which shouldn't be here, but I'm hoping the Lord is not looking for a moment. <laughs> it's a picture of me. But the reason I have it is because it's a picture of me celebrating the divine liturgy at the cathedral in Peoria, where the wonderful Slovak nun, who was a curator of the museum, on her own, went into the museum, opened up a case, and took out from the museum Bishop Sheen's personal Byzantine chalice. And that's what I'm celebrating the liturgy with in this photograph. I think to myself, do you know what's going through my mind when you see this picture? I think to myself, I am celebrating the Eucharist, saying the words of institution in the same chalice as a saint. You know, I could die now. What else is there for me to live when you experience something like that? That's why the picture's here, not because of me.
If you have not already, go online, sign the petition. We're hoping to get at least 10,000 signatures from this event. Even from people watching, people far away, they're doing it online. You can do it here. Immerse yourself in this event today. Do everything you can to support this movement. I can't... People believe me, I lived it. I'm giving you my lived experience. I'm not talking from a book. Do you understand? We need Bishop Sheen's intercession now, more than ever. We've got, we've got to do what we can to make this canonization process complete and hopefully in our lifetime. Because he is precisely the saint we need now. He was when he was on earth precisely the person we needed at that time. And now he is again. Please enjoy this day. After liturgy, there will be food. Walk the grounds. I can give you tours of the prairie if you want. We have a award-winning environmental plan here. Lots of information about Sheen. Take pictures with his image. We have a goal to reach. Not just donations. A goal for this petition. You are part of an amazing, unique moment in history. Please embrace it. So glad that you are here. And pray to his intercession for this country and this world. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ. Our liturgy continues on page 35 of the Pew Book.